0: to fiercely freelance the podcast for freelancers and service pros who want simplified business strategies that take the guesswork out of freelancing i'm seals lockley former freelancer and agency owner turned coach and business strategist i help freelancers and service pros who want to step away from a life on upwork and Fiverr and hustling on hourly rates and discover the art of doing less earning more and falling back in love with their business Here on Fiercely Freelance, you can expect snappy strategies for business success in bite-sized weekly episodes, as well as guest interviews from experts and other freelancers. So forget YouTube or Googling, I'm here to give you the validation and support to help you feel more confident and in control as a business owner. This show is the business therapy you never knew you needed. Love, how are you doing? Welcome back to the show. Seals here for another episode of Fiercely Freelance. This podcast, if you have not tuned in before, is designed to help you build your freelance business and also get you into kind of a bit more of a groove with things like strategy and marketing and mindset. So, thank you for being here. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you've been here for a while and you're binging and you're going through all the past episodes then I love you. Thank you for sticking with me and making me part of your weekly podcast routine. Okay, so it's been a little bit of a hot minute since I recorded um, some podcast episodes. Now I am batching them out for the next month. And there's been quite a lot going on here, to be honest, had a little rebrand. So first of all, that's kind of, um, you know, not a massive detail, but I guess things might look a bit different on your player. So I've changed some of our kind of artwork for the for the podcast and also I have changed my Instagram and my TikTok to my name, which feels really exciting. So rather than being fiercely freelance, I am now Seals Lockley and what this means eventually when I can be bothered is I will be changing all of my, I guess my website and all those sorts of things into uh, Seals Lockley. But for now, uh, there's quite a lot of fiercely freelance still kicking around and of course this lovely podcast will stay as fiercely freelance for now as well. So as well as a little rebrand, had a bit of a personal, um, I guess, ordeal um, over the last few weeks. So I've been off and I basically ended up taking most of April off due to the school holidays. Then I planned to go to Portugal, which I did make it to Portugal. However, I was only there for about 36 hours because I had to make an emergency trip home book a flight at the last minute and get home because my lovely little girl ended up in hospital. So we had 10 days in hospital, which was pretty scary. She's absolutely fine now. She's gone skipping off to school today and everything is going really well in terms of her recovery. But I have to say, having all that time off and going through that experience has definitely left me reviewing, refining, thinking about things differently in terms of my business and how I structure my schedule as well, which is of course what I'm going to be talking to you about today. Okay, so today I would love to chat to you about one of the topics which I know is super popular on the show. When I go back through my stats, I see the episodes where I'm talking about routine, about structuring your schedule and about getting work-life balance those episodes always do really well, get lots of downloads. So I think that means basically that you definitely want more of the same. So in this episode today, we're going to be chatting about how to structure your working week, create a manageable routine, and of course, get that feel-good work-life balance. So one of the things I do with my clients who are often freelancers and service providers who are really doing really well, you know, they're really booked out, perhaps they're making really great money. Some of them are hitting, you know, six figures doing incredibly well in their business. And they come to me and they're like, my business is doing great sales, but actually what I'm really struggling with is the fact that I am doing too much work. Like, I feel like I'm always working. I'm always cramming it in. Like I've got this great income, but I really just feel like I I just don't want to be working all these hours. And so the first place we begin is looking at their schedule and saying, right, well, okay, if you could dream up any kind of schedule, what would it be? And I've helped a lot of business owners go from working like 40, 50, 60 hours a week to reducing their hours down to say 20 hours a week, maybe 30 and making that big difference for them in terms of helping them really see how they can make those 20 hours a week really powerful and still have time off and still have days for themselves and still make the income that they are making currently. So it is possible. That's the first thing I want to say. It's possible to get this work-life balance. It is possible to work less hours. I'm a big, big, big fan of working less and earning more. I believe in it. I am living proof of it. I don't work more than about 20 hours a week myself. And I really want to help you embrace this idea that you don't have to work really, really hard in inverted commas to make money. So the first place we're going to start is this kind of idea of we're going to assume that actually we can work less and still earn the same. So before you say, this sounds like really like magic, like voodoo shit, whatever, like, no, it's okay. I've definitely got you. We're going to be going through how this can happen, how this can work for you. The problem really Um, with working too much, as you know, from maybe working in corporate and then taking some of those habits into your business is if you're working more than about 40 hours a week, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to feel like your diary is chaos. Maybe you're feeling like really out of balance. Maybe you feel like you're working all the time, your clients are demanding and you just don't have any time for fun or freedom or peace. You're always wondering when you're going to get time off, but you never allow yourself to have time off. Maybe you feel like you're constantly just waiting to get the next project in so you can keep busy because you're worried that if you don't keep busy, you'll lose income and therefore your business is going to fall apart. That's really common feeling and fair as well. But I'm here to tell you that, you know, the reason why this is not working for you, the reason why your routine and your working week and your kind of approach to your hours is not working is because I'm really sorry to say, babe, and you know, I'm here to challenge you sometimes is to say that it's unrealistic. So this is not a sustainable business strategy. This is not going to be something you can keep doing for years on end because eventually what's going to happen is you're going to burn out. So I'm here to tell you about a different way of structuring a working week, creating a manageable routine and getting that good work-life balance. Okay, so let's go into some of these really amazing ways we can get starting to do this right now. So The first thing to think about is this whole idea of work-life balance. So in my experience, this is not a, almost like a a destination, right? You are not going to have work-life balance all of the time. It's not going to happen. For example, this week, my daughter's gone back to school part-time. I have to work half days. I have to look after her in the afternoons. So my work-life balance this week is shite, right? But that doesn't mean to say that it's going to be next week because next week she'll be back full-time and everything will be, you know, back to the way I've designed it, right? So work-life balance isn't always going to be, you know, a permanence. It's going to be ebbing and flowing. So sometimes you're going to have to let the work take more of a priority, and sometimes life is going to take more of a priority. I've just had nearly a whole month off, so the life balance thing is has been very heavy. The work thing, I mean, I basically barely worked, right? So Don't worry if you don't always feel like you've got a work life balance. It's kind of a bit of a bullshit phrase, I think. What we need to aim for, though, is a good mix and a really, really focus, a real focus, sorry, on self care. And I'm going to talk about this a bit more as we get into some of these kind of different strategies. But self care is really one of the reasons why I feel I have that work-life balance, if you want to call it that, I feel that I have an understanding of how this needs to roll for me. And this is about really prioritizing your own needs, right? So rather than thinking about what my clients need or what everyone else needs, I'm thinking about me. And so my needs come first in my routine, right? So what do I want to do when I wake up in the morning? I'd love to get up. I'd love to take the dog for a walk. I'd love to have a cup of tea and sit down with my notes and write some notes and write my journal and basically just have some peaceful time in the morning. It doesn't always happen. Okay. Realistically doesn't always happen, but that's my aim. That's my intention. So when my intention is to create a routine, the routine can sometimes fall out of whack. And this is why people get really you know, they get themselves really kind of, they beat themselves up about routines and say, oh, well, you know, I had this dream that I was going to be like, get up and be like in the 5 a.m. club and do all these like morning routine stuff. And actually it's all fallen apart because I have a baby and whatever. And that's just not realistic, right? That's not sustainable. So if you can't maintain a perfect morning routine, you are not a failing human. You are fine. That's actually really human to sometimes wake up and go, do you know what? I literally just shove some cereal in my face and I'm going to take my child to school or I'm just going to get on with the work today, right? That's all I can manage, right? So there's an intention and there's a routine that we intend to follow and that can be our blueprint, but the truth is it's not always going to happen. So start with the intention. That's that's really, really good place to begin with this stuff. So we've got the traditional routine, right? The traditional routine of, okay, well, I work nine to five. So I'm going to get up at like six, maybe go to the gym, go for a run, like whatever morning exercise is your jam. Or maybe you don't like exercise. And then you might head into the office about eight o'clock, get to your desk at 8.30 because you're not going to be walking in the door at nine like those late people. You are a hard worker, right? You are committed to your role and you're showing your boss that you mean business. So then you finish your job uh, probably around about six o'clock. You are actually supposed to finish at 5.30, but you stayed a bit late because again, you're trying to prove that you're not a slacker, right? So that routine is the traditional routine. You know, that's how generally we have learned how to run our routine. There's a lunch break in the middle. And then after work, maybe we go home, we chill out, we relax, whatever, right? That's a routine that you have learned and has been imprinted in your psyche for years and years and years and years, right? So when you start running your own business, you're like, okay, probably should do the same thing. Like we just don't even know any different. I'm here to tell you, babe, there is an alternative routine that you get to design exactly how you want. So if you would wake up in the morning and think, do you know what? I actually, I'm just not a morning person. Like in the mornings, I like to take things slowly. I want to go for a walk. I think I want to start work about 11 a.m., maybe 12 p.m., and I want to work till, I don't know, 6 or 7. That's fine. You can do that. You don't have to follow this working hours bollocks. Like it's just all made up rubbish, okay, created by the patriarchy. So if you decide that you want to work those hours, just tell your clients, I'm online between such and such time. This is my working hours. This is when you can reach me if that is an option for them. You don't have to let your clients be able to reach you all the time. And you just choose that routine that works for you. So choose your hours, choose the days you want to work. So if you said, look, actually, I really have this dream of working three days a week, but actually I probably I probably will only be able to do it like maybe now and again. And uh, okay, let's just stop right there. Okay, you can work three days a week. You will work three days a week because that's what you're choosing to do. So 3 days a week I would say is a really good amount of time to be spending with clients and then what you could say is okay I definitely think I really want to work on my business for one day as well so that's then your CEO day. And in simple terms I like to teach this as working in your business. So with clients is working in your business. Working on your business is when you have your CEO day or your planning day just to work on your business, no clients, no no client work, just your like product development, business development all the stuff on your business. And then you also have time out. So in, on and out, what are you doing to, you know, your time? Like, obviously, we all have the same amount of time. How are you committing that time into those three buckets? And the time out, of course, is something you really need to take notice of as well. Because a lot of the time, we just think, I've got a business. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So I'm just going to work all the time. I'm just going to keep working. If I've got like a spare hour, I'm going to do some work. If I've got um, half a day, I'm just going to do some more work. I'm just going to keep plugging away with, with whatever I need to do. And the big shift I want you to make, the alternative routine that I'm talking about, the way that you can start working less and earning more is to start teaching yourself that it's okay to rest. It's okay to take time out of your business. Because what this does is it it does two things. It tells your brain that it's safe. It is safe for you to take time out. Nothing's going to fall apart. And also what it does is it helps teach you like in terms of your energy and your approach that when you've taken time out, you will rest and you will relax and you will not feel so exhausted. So when you come back to work in your business, you're going to feel a lot more focused and a lot more strong. And this is one of the hardest things to get your head around because we have been so conditioned to believe that we cannot rest, that we cannot stop. We have to keep going. We have to keep plugging away. But as soon as you let go of that idea and embrace this idea of you having time out, it's great. It's so great. In my early freelancing days, I remember feeling very cut off from other people and just not having the support that I needed to grow my business. Do you know what? I wish I'd really had access to the Lonely Girls Work From Home Club from Flow State Creative. As well as being this month's sponsor on the podcast, they're the work from home girl gang that you've been wishing for. Via their online co-working sessions, coffee catch-ups and in-person events, you can say goodbye to loneliness and hello to light and laughter. Now here's the deal, they only open their doors to new members a handful of times a year and they're accepting new members right now. So if you've been missing a sense of community in your freelance journey, this is your chance to meet and connect with other freelance women who just get it. I'm also officially joining as a Lonely Girl this month, so I will see you there. You can click the link in the show notes now to sign up to the Lonely Girls Wet From Home Club and use the code SEALS20 for 20% off your three-month membership. That's SEALS20 for 20% off. Check it out in the show notes now. The doors are closing again very soon. Okay so let's talk about some of those ways you can take time out. So of course the lunch break, right? And I'm not talking about bolting a salad at your desk babe. When it's time for lunch, take that lunch break. Close your laptop, walk out of that room and go for a walk or pop to the gym or take take a fucking 2 hour lunch break if you want if you think do you know what actually. When I worked in my job I hated rushing my lunch at my desk or I never took a lunch break. Now is the time for you to claim back that right for you to do whatever the fuck you want with your lunch break okay so if you want to go i don't know yeah go for a run go for a bike ride just go and sit and read a book for a while maybe watch some netflix like whatever you want to do to relax and take yourself away from your desk and your work do it make that lunch break like a hot date with yourself eat some delicious food um you know have a nice drink like prepare yourself nice kind of treaty things, like whatever you like having, healthy or not healthy, like whatever it is you want to do, make that kind of a priority and really sort of main character energy that lunch break, because otherwise it's going to always feel like it did when you had a corporate job, um, which is that horrible rushing through, shoving something in your face whilst you're also trying to write an email. It's awful and it's not good for your brain. You've got to take a proper break. So that's some of the time out you need to take every single day you're working. Finishing early. So sometimes we intend to work maybe, you might say when I was talking about choosing your days and your hours, you might say, well, actually, I really want to work like nine till three. But then what happens is you end up working longer because you can, right? Because you haven't got anything else going on. So you're like, well, I'll just work till five. When you tell yourself that you're going to finish early, this is so powerful because you're, again, claiming back that right from before. <laughs> so you're claiming back the right to finish early. But also I want you to do this little trick because if you don't do this, you're not going to finish early. You're going to tell yourself you can do some more work. So make a date with some somebody or something that means you have to finish early. So for example, tomorrow I have a whole day, I take Fridays off now, that's my, my day off. Um, my f- husband also has Fridays off, so a lot of the time I spend Fridays with him, but tomorrow I have a friend visiting from the States and we're meeting for lunch. And I know if that wasn't in the diary, potentially because I've been off for three weeks because I've got quite a lot of backlog going on, but you know, so what, like I'll, I'll catch up with it eventually but I know that I would probably go, do you know what? It's a bit of a bonus day. I've had to work half days this week. I've been all over the place. I have to work evenings. I'm just going to do a bit of work. But because I have a plan made with my friend, I know I'm just going to take the whole day off and I'm not going to stress about work. Like I'll catch up next week. It's fine. Like, like is anything burning down? No, it's not. (laughs) So we can tell ourselves these stories and they can be really powerful. But if you make a plan with somebody, to actually do something or you maybe book a class or even book like book a table in a restaurant and just go and sit and read, like say book the table for 3pm and just go and read a book and like order some chips and cheese. I mean, that's living your best life if you, if you ask me. Anyways, so I digress. So you're taking time out, you know, you're giving yourself that early finish. So the other thing you really want to plan as well in your schedule is making sure you have holiday booked. And I don't mean necessarily the flights and all the travel and everything like that. Um, the hotel, the cocktails on on like on ice, ready for me to come and drink. Um, but actually having the time booked out to say, right, this week I'm going to be on leave and do that well in advance. I would actually look to plan at least three to six months of holiday ahead of time. If you can plan the whole year out of all your holidays, amazing and book things. Like get the travel booked if you can, because that's going to really give you accountability to your holiday. You're not going to go at the last minute, oh, I'm not going to take the week off now because I feel like I'm busy and I'm going to take this client on instead. Plan the holiday, go on the fucking holiday, babe. Enjoy yourself, rest, relax, go and explore, travel, see the world, do things, meet people. We have to do these things because otherwise, we will eventually resent ourselves. We'll resent our business, we'll resent how we've showed up for ourselves. And it's just not a nice feeling, right? So get that planned in three to six months ahead, at least. So I've talked a bit about time out, and that's super, super important. But also, when you're working in your business, how can you be creating a good routine? How can you make your routine work for you? So I talk about this a lot with clients when we're looking at their schedule, because a lot of the time they'll have service providers, generally, they have um, a combination of Kind of deep work, like working on the thing for the client, and they don't want any distractions, and they just want to get the work done. So that's really kind of implementation work, you know, the creation, the like really kind of deep, going all in and thinking work. So that is part of your week that's going to take up a big chunk of your week if you're working uh, for clients on a done for you basis. And then as well, of course, there are client calls. Can't get away from those. There's always going to be client calls. So these might be. Client calls to go through a project, plan out a project, to do collaboration. They also might be new business calls as well. So your disco calls, your inquiry calls, whatever you, whatever you call them, they are the calls that will bring you uh, new clients. So um, those calls as well are part of your working in your business. The other parts of working in your business would be maybe if you're doing a bit of you know admin, stuff like that, you could call admin like uh, client admin working, sorry, invoicing and things like that working on your business but personally working on my business is about being a bit more ceo it's being about being a bit more powerful than like raising an invoice when i'm raising an invoice i mean i literally do that like once a week in a batch i just like create them all and then yeah it's done and that's admin to me that's working in my business for my clients because that's what they need they need invoices right they need all that kind of paperwork and stuff whereas where I'm working on my business I'm choosing tasks which are going to move my business forward so I might be working on developing a new offer a new product improving a product or offer working on my sales process updating my sales crm all those kinds of things i hope that follows and then as well of course when you have all this stuff to do in your business you end up kind of switching, switching around. So you're like, oh, well, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z today. But what, what do I actually start with? What's most important? I think the problem is there's always so much to do, right? There's so many different tasks. So what you need to aim to do is these couple of things. So the first thing is, can you batch your tasks? Can you actually get all of those client calls booked in on one day? Can you just say, right, Tuesdays is my client calls day that's when I do all my calls, I don't do calls any other day. Or if you can't do them all on one day, choose a time of day. So maybe you don't do any client calls till 12pm, for example. So you have the morning to get your head around things. The other thing you can do as well is look at where your energy is best placed. So if you in the morning are super, super focused and really productive, don't be doing the invoice admin, babe. It's not going to be the best use of your time save that for later in the day when you're feeling a bit sluggish and a bit slow and you're like, I need to go, I need to get out of here, I need to get away from my desk. That's when you should be doing your invoice admin because it literally is that super easy work. You know, the stuff that you don't like, you, you can do it in your sleep. So really choose the kind of strategic thinking, creative work to do in the time when you have the most energy. And that could be the first thing in the morning, but it could also be Some of my clients are like, nope, evenings are my jam. Evenings are when I really get creative and I create my best work. So whenever works for you, and if you don't know, test it out. Have a week where you only do stuff in the morning like that and then try the evenings or whatever time schedule you want to test out, but make sure you get to know when your energy is best placed and then choose the tasks to suit that energy flow. So the other problem that comes with routines is sometimes we prioritize, we're always prioritizing working in what I call the gaps. So you will look at your diary and you'll go, well, I've booked out all this time and I've got, I've actually got some gaps. So I'm just going to do a bit of work in that gap. Or you'll try and block out every single hour of your day in your calendar. And I used to do this because I thought it was like going to help me, but it doesn't doesn't help me okay and you could tell me this does this does work for you and that's fine like not everything comes up my mouth is gospel I always say this like you can disagree with me but what I think works well is when you give yourself breathing space so if you've got a task coming up and you know it's going to take you about two hours I would give yourself three hours and don't try and then cram another task in within that time frame because it's just going to drive you mad. Part of being really good at structuring your working week and getting shit done is being realistic. And I think I've said this a few times in this episode already, but having a realistic view of how your time is being spent rather than giving yourself so much to do and getting stressed out that there isn't enough time. And there's this beautiful thing about time. The time you have is enough. The time you have is perfect. You can totally tell yourself that there isn't enough time. But the only reason you're telling yourself that is because you have told yourself that there's too much to do. So what's the solution? Don't give yourself so much to do. Don't be writing big, long to-do lists. And if you want to learn a bit more about how I kind of set a goal for the day, I just set one goal for the day and use that as my to-do list. There is an episode on that a few episodes back. So go check that one out. But really, ultimately, what we're doing here is we're, we're being you know, we're being a bit more intuitive about how we show up in our routine. So rather than thinking that every single day we're going to function like robots and we're going to be able to smash out our morning routine and completely, you know, get that work done in three hours and then do another task for three hours and let like, you know, no, (laughs) it's not going to happen that way. Every day is not going to be this perfect, productive little, you know, magic business bullet that you're going to like wheel out every day and just make, make loads of money from. This isn't how it works. You are a human being. Also, you're a woman. If you're listening to this and you're a woman, you might not be a woman, but if you are, you will also have massive fluctuations in your energy and your emotions throughout the month if you have a cycle. So you absolutely need to make sure that you are working along that as well, working with that, that you're not letting yourself set yourself up for failure by telling yourself that you should be doing x y and z so really prioritizing how you feel as well as what you need to do so for example if you know that your menstrual cycle is you know your period is coming don't book shit ton of client work in that week like if you know when it's coming if you have like predictable periods and you know like roughly when it's going to fall don't book a massive project like if you know your energy is going to be completely out of whack. Just give yourself an easier week, work on your business, take more personal time, plan more personal activities, plan more self-care, like give yourself a self-care day, book into the spa. I mean, if you could go to a spa every month when you have your period, oh, that'd be so nice. Not so much the pool, but definitely like somewhere where you can just go and like sleep and relax and listen to nice music and get massages. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Anyway, I digress. So I think really what we're trying to say here is that you get to choose when your time where your time is spent but also that in itself is going to give you that magic work life balance that we were talking about before and like I said it's not perfect but that feeling that you're in control you want to feel good about running your business you want to feel good about your routine you want to feel good about your working week so this is a blueprint it's not a uh, you know a strict Rigid plan. The blueprint says, I want to work. In summary, the blueprint says, I want to work 20 hours a week. I want to work three days a week. I want to finish work at three o'clock. I want to prioritize activity every morning or every evening. I want to prioritize time with my family. I want to prioritize such and such hobby. I want to make sure I'm working one day on my business. I want to work, make sure I've got one full day off a week. And on that day off, I am going to be totally non-negotiable about when, like what I'm doing. It's going to be personal time. I'm not going to let work creep into that day. And so you see, this is about not just about you making intentions and setting those. It's about you keeping boundaries around your time as well. So when a client says, hey, can I have a call on a Wednesday? And you're like, "Mm, oh, okay, yeah, sure. We'll just pop pop it in the diary, even though that's my CEO day. Then that boundary is broken. We are letting that boundary fall down and we're letting the client take control of our schedule. So maintain the boundaries around how you want to spend your time and it will start to really work very, very beautifully for you. Okay, this has been how to structure your working week, create a manageable routine and get a feel-good work-life balance. I hope you found this episode gave you some nuggets to go ahead with and switch up your calendar, change up your schedule and think about how you work and spend your time out of your business more. So if you've really found today eye-opening and you perhaps are finding your schedule a little bit difficult to plan out and you'd really like to do that and you'd like to get closer to kind of hacking your business into shape so that you've got the perfect schedule and you've got the offers and the business strategy to sit behind it that will give you the income you want as well. You know what I was talking about before, 20 hours a week, making 5K a month or 10K a month, whatever your income goal is then you are absolutely going to want to have a look at Suite Oracle, which is my lovely experience for service providers and freelancers who want to design and build their Suite from scratch and create ease and flow in their business when it comes to selling and offering your services and delivering them. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, then I would be so excited to welcome you into this experience. It is a really amazing way for you to access all the resources you need to understand how offer strategy works and how you can create a schedule and an income and a service delivery experience for your clients that they love, but you also love delivering. And this is an evergreen program. So you join, pay once and you're in and you will have access to calls, our group calls, which are every single week and you'll get access to those for six months, which is super, super amazing. So you get lots and lots of time and space to develop your offers, to get support and learn from others as well in the group. And we also have an amazing community as well. So if you want to check that out, if you want to enroll, I'm now accepting new clients into that program into that experience we um have all the details on my website which is uh linked in the show notes so if you want to come and join us i would love to see you in there because it is so so much fun i'm delivering the live round at the moment and it's just amazing seeing what transformations are happening in there so can't wait to welcome you in and let's go do this let's go sort your office out and make it fucking amazing babe